Don't go outside. Make sure you take your Zombrex and stay tuned because we're talking about Dead Rising Watchtower on Video Game Movie Anatomy. Stick with us. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Video Game Movie Anatomy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Video Game Movie Anatomy, where we dissect your favorite film adaptations, or not, of... Uh, your favorite interactive media. Right. I'm one of your hosts, and that's Mark hey, B. Donica. Joined as always, we got the full crew back, Woo. and we took we're taking a long enough break from Pokemon Go to talk about this movie for you. Uh, joined, it's of course, hard. Uh, Mrs. Stacy Shuttleworth. Hello, I'm Stacy Shuttleworth. You can find me online at Stacy Shuttles on Twitter or at Nerds Doing Stuff on Twitter and all over the web. And of course, Mr. Peter the D's, Patrick D's. Hello, you can find me at Peter the D's. Very well said <laughs> on Twitter. How's it going, guys? It's doing great. You know? It's been a while. It has. It has. has it? Oh, yeah, I mean, RTX no, I mean, and other but, stuff. But I think up. that's it's the thing. Busy. It's been busy. <laughs> yes. Fourth of July, had yeah. a holiday, and then uh, Patrick and I were at, at RTX yep. in Austin. So even excuse me, even though it was a couple of days, even more time yeah. just in general has passed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <sighs> worth the wait though. I got to tell you, when you told me we were <laughs> oh, doing yeah. this movie, I was pretty. Pretty excited. Hey, you didn't have to pay for it though, because it's free. This is true. Uh, but I paid for it with my time. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It was Two a, plus hours. On Crackle, those ads. And I did that thing, like, you know, when you're watching Crackle, well, I don't know if you guys know this. I found myself during the course of the movie being like, how much time do I have left? And I, you know, when you watch something, you just click your like iPad or whatever to show, see the like the mm-hmm. how long you've got left. And I kept doing that during the ads, which don't do that during the ads. No. It no. takes you to all yeah. Just yeah. hmm yeah. I added at least another five minutes to this <laughs> this uh journey, so, if you will. I guess, it out. Yep. I guess it's not a great sign. I was doing that too. It's like, how much time is it yeah, worth? Just, I thought this was just a, like a two some hour forty. Somebody Several needs an editor. Times. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, yeah. Somebody needed an editor, and yet they made another one. I don't. Uh, we'll you know, talk like about he, that at some point. In the it future. was way too long, and nothing happened. How do you do both? <laughs> how do you amazing. do both? It's a non-ending. Um, so we'll get into it. Let's break this down for you. So set between the events of Dead Rising Two and Three, the story follows online reporter Chase Carter and his camera woman Jordan as they cover the stories of the people inside of the walled-in quarantine area in the fictional town of East Mission, Canada, Oregon. Excuse me. As the government, running an organization <laughs> called FISA, the Federal Emergency oh. Zombie Authority, it was so clearly I'm Canada. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. was. I'm so million percent. Oh. Yeah. And I literally did the thing where you said Canada and I went to jump in. I'm like, no, it's super Canada. Wait, like, yeah, totally Canada. Like, yeah. So they're trying to, con- <laughs> trying to contain a viral outbreak that turns people into ravenous zombies. Yeah. They're Dar- ravenous. <laughs> But they're also like they have a weird like semblance of like intelligence like you know that clearly fired a gun and then the the, mm-hmm. the clown like he knew when he was clicked like out of bullets like he was way more yeah. self aware yeah. than normal zombies pretty... but it seemed to vary a little bit yeah mm-hmm. and like I have not just I have something in my hand but I'm going to take a cognizant yes. swing yeah this yep. was a, this was a different it varied yeah it mm-hmm. varied from zamble well, to zamble yeah <laughs> um, so to get started um, you've got you get an idea of our general thoughts about mm. the movie. Um, but we do something on the show called a speed run. That's where we uh, traditionally supposed to be looking at both of y'all. Yeah. Uh, take a quick stab uh, off with us. Uh, summer games done quick, just wrapping up. We're trying yes. to take a quick look at what we thought of the movie. For example, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat has a cheesy script, but nails the spirit of the game. Does anybody actually have? A quick speed run. No. Cool. Go, go first. Lead us off. <laughs> this is tradition at this point. I want to hear your sick burn. This is what it becomes. I, 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 okay. I don't want to call this a speed run anyway. It's just the sick burn section because literally every week I'm excited to hear <laughs> Tracy's. 
I mean, this is this is the most out of control I've gotten in a while. I think. All right. Uh, out of control. The speed run. All right. Well, lengthy. I've been pretty good yeah. the past couple of times. All right. All right. Settle in for a hot mess of a film in which the cast and crew struggle with an in-depth world and circumstances that they clearly don't know how to handle. Unfortunately, this unique take on zombieism is bogged down by underdeveloped subplots, awkward first-person shots, and a complete lack of connection between characters and the world that they're inhabiting. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't fit on the back of the box, but I think you nailed no, it. No, you know. It's, it's, it's the... Goes on to the inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the tall steel books, like the special editions where it's yeah. just, just text. Or it's like the really insert. Really little. Mm. So let me, so did you legitimately not like the first person stuff? Some of it was really weird. It was weird. I, it, it was, was like uncalled for. Dead Rising yeah. isn't a first person game. Totally but, agree, but it worked from like a style perspective sure. for me. It's one of the very few things I think in this okay. film worked, so it was interesting to hear you call it out. It was just out. weird, the point of views that they chose sure. in some instances. I mm. mean, I, I like the use of first person in you know when in action yeah. scenes like that sometimes they can be really fun. It was just some weird choices. It was. Did you think it worked better in Doom or here? I liked the one in Doom. I think it worked pretty well. <laughs> I don't, you lip licker? Well, it's just like we talked about it during I that think, show. I like especially I in retrospect I liked it a lot more, but it's impossibly <laughs> dumb and gimmicky. No, I felt absolutely. like this this contributed to the style. Like when it would um it was similar to like do you remember that episode of Breaking Bad when Jesse's digging a grave and they mounted a camera on the top of the shovel? Yeah. And it really like, all right, that's really interesting. I think for me it was the one of the few swings they took at doing something interestingly interesting cinematically okay. here. See what you did there. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fair. So nothing gets by you. No, no except your name gets by me. I called you Tracy a minute ago. I'm sorry, Stacey. We were talking about Overwatch. Consummate pro. We were talking yeah. about Overwatch. You had Tracer on the brain. I did have Tracer on the brain. That game is good. Can we talk about that game instead of this movie? Uh, we will uh, afterwards. Done. Okay. Just wait for it. This will be after hours. VGM after hours. What's your speed? Ooh, I have a speed-ish run, um, but it's better than I usually am. Um, oh, good. <clears throat> Dead Rising Watchtower is impossibly long, boring, and budget as fuck. Dead Rising Watchtower is a poor adaptation of Capcom's game and an even worse horror film. You thought you considered this a horror movie? Uh, I'll ish. consider this an action movie. Ish. More than, yeah. It yeah, wasn't a horror movie. Like, horror. And that's what we'll get to when we talk a little bit. Like This movie suffers from a, an identity crisis in the yeah. worst way. It couldn't mm-hmm. figure out what it wanted to be. And I felt like there were moments where it tried to evoke some horror. For sure, it's an action film. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just missed everything it was trying to do. And I think that's what's a bummer. If it could commit either way, this could have been really fun. I agree. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought it was kind. I thought this was fun enough at parts, but it was too spaced out. Yeah, it, yes. to to really make you go, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Um, so mine is a guilty pleasure for fans of the game with plenty of guilty zombie tropes and the pleasure of a few game references. Yeah, that's that's okay. it. There's, re- I mean, y- y'all kind of nailed it with yours too in terms of plot and <laughs> character and action. Yeah, not that fun. Um, but uh, we're going to go from there to even more just shade that we're throwing. Uh, we're going to toss some controllers with our controller toss moment. It's that moment when you're watching the movie and you silently have it. You've got to be kidding me. Throw that controller across the room. What? I mean, is there a limit? Oh, my God. Oh, That's wait, a third of her I'm, page. I'm sorry. It is a third it is, of my so, so How many controllers did you so toss? Why don't, so why don't we, we go Stacy, then we go Patrick, yeah. then we go okay. Stacy, then we go me, then we go Stacy. Yeah. Yeah, I like so, it. So I mean, some of them are really nitpicky and stupid. That's fine. No, those are the best kind. So, so we'll we'll start with one of that. Uh, when they are first evacuating the city, that was the most orderly evacuation of a city I have ever it's seen. Canada. It's Canada. Uh, it was. It, it's true. Canada. True. I'm sorry. That's the problem. Is you they, go before me. When you get Canadian extras, they can't help but be. Oh yeah, well we got to get everybody. Make sure to turn left on Morrison Street. A. Eh? Yep. There was no it's only 22 it's, meters ahead. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. But 
it just kind of set this meandering pace for, you know, oh, we're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. Right. That kind of carried through the whole movie after that. And that was like the first point of, okay, well, here, this is what we're in for. It's not the one I thought you were. We've lost Mark, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Sorry. Please uh, tune out. Sorry, I was thinking about Thank the you. Dead Rising 4 trailer, <laughs> yes. which is the reason why we're doing this, is the Dead Rising 4 amazing trailer that happened at E3. Um, goodness. Patrick, what do you have? Okay, I know this is kind of a ridiculous one, uh, but do you remember uh, when they first, when they take uh, Jordan and they throw her in the quarantine for the first part, right? Yeah. Like his partner. They throw her in the quarantine, and he basically throws her in this quarantine area and then does a little tiny zipper. <laughs> it's like, stay right there. You're in quarantine. You're in timeout. Like, just stay there. But just she like, don't. stares at it like she can't and get no, out. Yeah, totally. Like, I'm just never <laughs> leaving here. And I was like, come on. Like, yeah, that was my first, like, oh, this is the movie I'm, bu- I'm, I'm prepared to watch One now. of the few deleted yeah. scenes is showing how afraid of zipper she is. <laughs> Like it's a flashback to like terrified. some trauma when she was a child. Only she had a bad flies. zipper. <laughs> only if button you flies. examine her outfit, we've all been there. In the movie, you'll notice she has no zipper. She hates playing she, Kingdom she, Hearts because Sora just terrifies oh. her, covered in Ran zippers. Ran screaming the first time that trailer <laughs> played. Man. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's it's that old Mitch Hedberg joke. You can never get into an argument in the tent because what are you going to do? Storm oh. out and slam the flat <laughs> and just zipper it up really quick. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I'm so stuck here. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, (laughs) What did you have, Mark? I had... You want to talk nitpicky. Okay. Uh, So, part of... A lot of the movie is them held up in that pawn shop. And... Oh, yeah. Uh, and Maggie keeps finding bottles of orange juice. I know she does. Just like, ah, eat up. Oh, drink up. Just... I was was like, that's... That's a lot of supplies for just one dude in a pawn shop. They like they, there's the the orange juice market has gone through the roof. You can get a lot of like other things for orange juice. The market's Apparently. gone crazy. I mean, in the zombie apocalypse, you can't be too crazy. Good point. Also, vitamin C, good alternative for zombrex. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sure, why not? Sounds, sounds like science. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. re- just really dumb. I'm and just thinking, yeah. no, nope. but. Um, <laughs> Uh, so go say you ahead because we, we we're never going to get through. You. I've got a couple. Right. So here's here's probably like the one that was most like, all right, this is where like the suspension of disbelief, sure. you know, can't go anymore. So when, it's a zombie movie, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's when they're running for the car and uh, Chase is left to kind of distract the zombies yeah. and go on a go on his you know big old rampage. Mm-hmm. And this guy, who has proven that he has no skills whatsoever nope. in the first half however long it was until the scene of the movie, all of a sudden is this zombie massacring machine. Yeah, it became the game immediately, right? Like somebody flipped a switch and be like, oh, okay, now play the game. Which was, it was a pretty cool scene. I like the way it was done, but it made no sense. It was the Surfbot shirt is what it was. If he had the Surfbot hat that was in the pawn shop, it would have been like, whoa! And that's the movie I want. Mm -hmm. That would have been Excellent. That's the movie. Like, like, just own it. Be ridiculous. We'll get to casting a little bit later, but I recast this movie with people who would be funny and could be decent action stars. Like, <laughs> this not? is the movie that should have been because we've had so many serious or quasi-serious zombie films. Let's go over the top. That's what makes those games fun. Yeah. Let's just mm-hmm. own it. Like, like because they did a really good job of layering in all of these, like, all those Easter eggs, like, for people who know the game. So let's just go full out. Like, they put the... The cone on that zombie. Yeah. Great that moment. That was great, yeah. If we could have had like an hour and a half of that, or I would have watched that. When he picked up the sandwich board, I was like, there's even yes, a sandwich I board. I know. I totally agree. And that, that's why those games are great, and mm. that's why this could, movie could have been great. Um, right. Recently, one of my favorite Let's Play folks to watch, the Game Grumps, started playing uh, Dead Rising 2. And yeah. the first thing they did when they were running around is they got a giant onesie and a little like puffball hat. Perfect. And like Wonderful. sneakers. And we're like, all right, I got a little butt flap. 
it'll be easy to make bears in this because I can just <laughs> unhook the thing. It was just that's that's the thing. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's totally. it's hard to take something that's all about choice and like how you play the game and make it. This is the one way that it's gonna happen. But I, even so. like what they did, like they went down the right path. They went to like they went to the pawn shop and she's like make some weapons. And that's where this could have come off the rails and been like, let's just own it. We're gonna be goofy as hell and like, mm-hmm. and then didn't. And no, you're right. They kept it too serious and then. They could have a lot of fun making weapons. And speaking of that action scene, there were a lot of zombies that were early for their cue, and it threw me out of it. Oh, oh really? <laughs> like, like uh, Chase was like setting one from behind, and one comes up, and then like kind of slows Where? down a little. Bit. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed that a couple of times. And then, then like, like, oh, bat. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but did, did you see also during that scene how many how many zombies were Frank Green from the game wearing that yellow uh, and black yeah. jacket? Chuck Green. Chuck Sorry, Green. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was it was just. The weird thing is, at that point, they sell that jacket. Yeah. I've seen plenty of people cosplay sure. as, Frank, as Chuck Green and, and have that jacket. I'm very surprised but, that... But it came up like three times. It's like, yeah. in case you missed him once, here he is again <laughs> and again. Yep. Did you guys play Dead Rising? Did, Did you? you play Dead Rising <laughs> Here's 2? a reference. I've heard of that game. Do you want to see the reference? Chuck Green. That would have been... It? Dude, Dead Rising 2 is so much fun and, and crazy and having the uh, uh, death... death some, Something death, something reality. They have, they have a zombie killing reality show that Chuck takes part in yeah. to make money to buy Zombrex yes. for his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where you like we had a little bit of it with the motorcycle. But if like a motocross totally. with chainsaws yes. on both of the handlebars, oh, yeah. like that's I'd be all about that movie. Right. This one was it, it was cool that we got new characters, but eh. that's the movie I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get another one from Stacy because we, we got a we got a few. Here. All right. Well, here's the the phone. <laughs> Lasted what three days? Uh, it didn't die. It, I want that phone. He's taking high quality video, making phone calls, doing phone interviews, and he's he's doing this three days later. Go ahead, Patrick. I just liked at the very end when they finally owned oh, it. Yeah. Two hours later, like my phone in in real life didn't last as long as his no. in, through the two hours. And the end, he's like, "Can I charge this? Connects it." I gotta take this. Exactly. Yeah, like, and he immediately yeah. takes it off, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. you know what? He like, really got it's connected. That they almost tried yes. to make it into the ridiculous that it could be, but he, they just it was it was too late at that the point. The thing was, yes. he had it on airplane just, mode. Ah, uh, that's what it was. Uh, it makes sense. Yeah, of yep. course. That's Fair enough. Yeah. Or, or he had a car charger for the clown's disgusting just, van. <laughs> Um, or something. Um, sure. But that, that the phone at the end of the movie was another one of mine. Um, this was a controller toss moment of happiness. The thing okay. that first uh, hinted me that this movie existed was Harley Morenstein from Epic Mealtime going, hey, I'm in the Dead Rising movie, and him being the guy at the end torching the chicken and setting a zombie on oh, cool. fire. That yeah, like all good. of that was like, mm-hmm. okay, all right, give me my controller back. I'm in. Yeah. What? Where's his movie? Yeah. Can we have, I mean, actually, he's going to be in Kevin Smith's next movie, Moose Jaws. Okay. It's essentially Jaws with a moose. Sounds all right. Yes. Beautiful. Pretty excited about it. Beautiful. That guy was the best part of that film. Yeah. That's the, yeah, when His he's stuck. the best. Totally. And he's like, no, kill him. <laughs> kill him. <laughs> it was great. One of my favorite parts. Uh, so, go, go. I have one. Uh, just because I, like, I value you guys as, you know, we're not journalists, but I've seen both of you conduct interviews, and I think you guys do a really good job. You get people talking. Mark and I were just at RTX, and you're asking insightful questions, having conversations. In this movie, Mr. Jesse Metcalf Chase uh, wants to interview her about this, uh, what's her name? Uh, is it Virginia? Crystal. Maggie, about her oh. daughter. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and yeah. says, can I interview you? I want to put it on camera. He literally holds up his phone. Go. Yeah. Doesn't say a word. Doesn't intro it. Let's her talk at him and then turns it off. Like, best interview ever. Like, like, you did literally no interviewing. need to see this. And the weirdest (laughs) thing is the the shot, the the first sort of over-the-shoulder that they showed, even though Maggie was moving a bit, it looked like it was just a still picture on the screen. 
Yes. I don't even know what OS that was, you know? Like, what type of a phone was that? It's future tech. It lasts forever. It's by the guys that made Zombrex. Actually, also, speaking speaking of phones and the magic of them, yes. Jordan leaving her phone up and recording in oh. the Wall Street Journal yes. thing. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it has battery instantly and you can watch the video and all of that. <laughs> Whatever. I, I stopped at that point and I was like, wait, how... That doesn't make Just any sense. Phone and, magic. And it was actually Robbie who explained it to me. He's like, no, she left it propped up. And I was like, no, you're making that up. No, That's no, she, she didn't possible. leave it propped no, up. No, I, I get that. But, but I was you, like, that is reaching to the extreme. But also how clear that video was yeah. through oh, was like, the Wall no Street glass. Journal totally. glass. There's no glass there. And it was, yeah. Okay, so the, this movie was essentially a controller toss moment. Uh, unfortunately, we have to have a little bit of a shorter show today. So mm. let's let, we're going to move on. All right. It's Sorry. okay. We got most um, of let's Go move ahead. on to the cast. Like, for the most part... The performances were all right. Yeah, we're all pretty, right. We're pretty good. Yep. There was there was a little bit too much score that sort of made the other some some of the performances just like what why yeah. is this so dramatic right now? Sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think for the most part, I like Maggie a lot, and she stuck around a lot longer she was than great. I expected. She was great. Um, I getting Dennis Haysbert, um, I felt like it was I was in good hands. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a dumb Allstate joke. But, um, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I liked it. Yeah, but I good. think, with without a doubt, the shining beacon of light in this movie, which is what I sold Patrick on, yes. and everybody on, yes. Frank West, played by Rob Riggle. Only reason I agreed to watch the, this movie. The best part of the movie. And consistently. Beautiful. Every single time he's on. Because that the, that's the comedy from the I game. I totally yes. agree. That sort of kept us in, but the, uh, the actual part of the movie everything he said. was just that's like, nah. Yeah, Whatever. literally no memorable Serious. quotes outside of him. No. And the movie's real dumb and not memorable all two hours of it, but like his combined like three minutes. That was two hours. Great. Two hours. It was. Wow. Two, it was. Two. Two whole two, hours. Two hours. Two whole hours. Two and now there's a hole in my life. Only yeah. about three <laughs> minutes my heart. of um, Frank West. Yeah. But it was so good. It was really good. Um, so we had, um, we're not doing our recast this week. We're doing something else. We're trying to True. shake it up because this was so recent and the game is also such a recent franchise. But uh, Patrick, you did some recasting. So so going coming at this from a comedic angle. Yes. I just really quickly, I thought yeah. like if they're going to own this movie, if they are going to lean into like having it be more funny, a little bit more of an action take, I've got Kit Carrington. As uh, Kit Harrington, Kit Harrington from uh, Kit Harrington from uh, Game, of Game of Thrones. Yeah. 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 yeah, Okay. Did you see him in the tennis mockumentary on HBO? Yes. His comedic timing is unbelievable. Hmm. Could be a bit of an action star. Uh, I've got Crystal as Kristen Wiig from the oh, Ghostbusters. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. So I want funny kind of action. And then you we have can... to. I want. I like Logan. how you say funny and you start with Kit Harrington. I know. I mean, he's from the most dramatic t- series on how television. He is human being. How yeah. he is, yeah. But he's hysterical he in that. Like, and he's one of those guys like, hey, screw off. You're really talented in everything you do. Mm-hmm. I get it. You can be serious and funny. He probably dances. I mean, like, he probably, oh, probably, probably does. And then, not be surprised. So Logan, kind of the leader of those those nut jobs, right? The mm-hmm. who for me, the, I actually the, kind of really liked. I, I thought he him. did a fantastic. I, I kind job. of really like that guy. Uh, yeah. I think he was one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Like, did it best with some really terrible lines, and oh, like yeah. the insinuation of sexual violence was like not needed in this film. Yeah, when you do that. <laughs> uh, but uh, if we can cut that and make him Andy Samberg, like this is a movie that is totally watchable. For no, me. but the the backstory still works because we got the monologue about how. I was nothing. I yes. was nobody. But now I'm somebody. Totally. Take mm-hmm. a guy with that that type of bravado yes. and make him this 
giant nothing. Totally. Ah, uh, dude, I'd be super into it. But actually, speaking speaking of Logan, I loved him. I agree. Oh, Best part of the film. Absolutely great. Uh, aside from Frank. I fried some Frank, yeah. Right. A serious part of the film. Sure. He yeah. was, yeah, he was the other, you know, thing that carried mm-hmm. the action when we were in the and, city. And after he got bit, I was like, we're going to get him mutating in the middle of the fight, and it's going to be better than the stupid nemesis thing from yeah. Resident Evil a couple of oh movies ago. Ugh. But yeah, I liked him. But he yeah. represented this weird job. tonal shift. That's what I keep talking about. Like, it wants to live in two different worlds. It's this serious mm-hmm. action film, but also this goofy kind of over the top. And it couldn't decide. And if they had just committed to that, this could have been something memorable and really stood out from all those other zombie movies yeah. out there. That's And I think that's the problem, too, is it doesn't stand it out. It doesn't. It, it's like, it's a zombie movie. We're looking for a cure. The yep. cure doesn't work. Which <laughs> is just kind of remarkable to me because the premise of how their zombies work in the first place is so interesting and it's not often explored the mm. idea that the zombies are still human and can, that, sure. they're, that they're diseased instead of dead uh, and so it's such an interesting premise and just that it fell so short and was so basic and uninteresting. Yeah, we don't really get, we rarely huh. get a movie wor- a movie zombie world that has a cure. Right, it's a working totally. cure. It's so interesting, and you know, I'm sitting there I'm like, yes, they can go into all this backstory. We can get all this like this conflict between you know they're going out there killing people. They're yeah. still people, right? But no one, there's no consequence. There's no thought about it. Mm. There's nothing. Literally scorch the earth. I do yeah. think the Zombrex commercial with the little kid drawing the animated was pretty fantastic. That, but that oh, set us good. up for a tone that we yes. weren't expecting. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. that's Dead Rising. I agree. And this is not. I totally, everything that I really wow. liked, I wish they had just leaned into 10X. Like, mm-hmm. if they'd just done that, this movie could have been really fun. And that's why we'll, we'll get to it. But and start yeah. and so so let's talk about the plot a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it, it takes a zombrek. There's a, a little bit of an outbreak. Zombrek stops working, so we have a new outbreak in the city in Oregon, East Mission, Oregon. Um, sort of, uh, and we have Frank West as an expert on this new show, giving terrible advice, really shitty that's advice. Um, see, the best or the though. best advice or the best right. advice. Psych, you're all fucked. Is that what your book says? Is just one page and says <laughs> it's just over and over. There's lots of there was, there was lots of words. There's lots of words there was, on, on lots of pages. pages. <laughs> lots of pages. Thank you. So um, those two. Good defense. OTP. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, They're so both gonna beat you um, for that comment. We've got Chase, tra- tra- Chase and Jordan, this news team trying to survive the outbreak and yes. break the real story, and uh, they find Crystal, who is who is a Zombrex taker, trying to survive. Uh, she is the key to what this zombie outbreak is truly about. Um, it's them trying to escape the city. There's different factions in their way. They're, they meet uh, a person who kills their daughter because she had an outbreak, unfortunately, and it's really sad, unnecessarily sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. My, my, I think my favorite part about that ending was seeing them zombified hand in hand walking oh, just... towards the firebomb. And I was like, oh, they really know it. It's so yeah. great. And, and going on your thing about they're still human, it's mom be with me. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes it so much sadder than it needs to be. Yeah. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see again. Like like that that part works if it hadn't have been for this like ridiculous like sob story like mm-hmm. that scene with the play a game with me when she wanders in and finds the daughter like that's really dark and kind of screwed up and like right. doesn't fit tonally with no. the rest of this and like no. should have ended up on the cutting room floor independent of even if it was tonally consistent like get it out of the movie because we're already at two hours yeah you uh, don't need that no yeah. right no. and so yeah again just like. This, uh, the, I said it before, but like this movie represents like a big missed opportunity. This really could have been a thing and like had a lot of potential. I think if you cut the first action scene, the the flash forward, 
where we have Chase okay. fighting the clown yes. and the cop. Yep. Mm-hmm. We didn't need that nope. in the first act. No. They was just like, we need something action-y in the first bit where we don't have, we shot everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just, just do the full cut of that scene and put it on top mm-hmm. and we'll come back to it. No, because the second cut of it is cleaner and better. Yes. And crisper. Worked. Totally. Really well. and, I agree. And as a result, though, I don't know if that's because we saw the scene already and we're like, oh, just get through it. But either way, like, if you just let that scene happen and build to that yeah. instead of mm-hmm. us giving us that at the top, yeah. we might have gotten a little bit more of a connection between uh, the audience, audience and Chase. Yeah. Right. Just, ugh. Well, not even going into connections between us and the characters on screen, there were no connections within the world. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, you have this team that comes together, the three characters, you know, our three main characters who form this zombie fighting team, or at least a survival group. Survival group. But they never really connect with one another. They never really mesh into a team that like looks out for each other or even cares about what the other is doing mm. so much. And that kind of carries through, I think, in the entire movie. No one is connected to anything. They're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse and they're all so busy focusing on their own goals that But almost a detriment. Like I like what Oh you... no, like in a terrible way. Totally. It's not it doesn't work. If they had like actually interacted with this world yeah. a little bit more or become a part of it. It just felt like they were just superimposed on top of this world that could have been really cool. Yeah, yeah, that was jarring at the very beginning. Like, when she gets into the pawn shop, and they're like, let me in the door. Like, there's not a zombie no, for, like, do that. 30 can't. feet. And, and she's just sitting there looking. And they're not runners. They're no, shamblers. I know. Yeah, they're just yeah, kinda... Plenty of time. Like, it was, it oh, was yeah. jarring for me to be, but like, was... so, like, about their self-interest, right? Yeah. Well, and then even later on, after they've spent all this time in the pawn shop, when they're going into the warehouse and Maggie disappears, they mm-hmm. kind of turn around for a second. They're like, oh, where's Maggie? Oh, well. Whatever. Oh, carry on. I yeah, think she was expendable. Oh, so, I no, mean, I, yes, but it still doesn't make sense how, why they were. I, li- I, I like that I... You, she she survived for so long, but it was ultimately um, she's not going to save. Yeah, you knew she was going to go down at yeah. some point. Sorry for I mean, interrupting you. No, no, I just was wondering where they were going to get their peanut butter sandwiches after she was gone. I know, like, I don't. Was, is that even possible to survive? She magically found all that. All I know those, those Dude, making supplies and <laughs> throw that controller again. Amazing. Um, so, did you or did you not like the little smiley face in the jelly that she made? It was even sadder because she was making. It seemed like she was making it for her daughter. Totally. Oh, yeah. And and it was like again unnecessarily yeah. sad oh, for yeah. him to just go <laughs> and just, just eat it. Just angry shoes. Yeah. yeah. Fucking PB and J taco. Uh, just like whatever. Like not no reverence or anything. Like nope. softly caress the peanut butter and then like wipe it off. Like, whatever. <laughs> it was weird. And then him having like a weird discovery of self after he sees uh, Crystal like take the zombrex and he's like, I gotta wash my face. Yeah. And, like, I gotta, like the crying game, like something. Also, just, not, yeah. weird. It was weird. weird like moment. the tonal shifts are just so unfortunate. I know. I know. And yet, I want to see if there's any closure in the second movie. But that's gonna wait I think until Dead Rising Four comes out later this year. Guarantee we watch it. Oh, uh, we're gonna yeah. have to. Um, we talked about the the game similarities. That yes. we, we got plenty of references in this. Just yeah. in general, using Zombrex. Zombrex is a huge part of uh, two and three. Yeah. Uh, you picking up anything as a weapon, combining weapons. Frank's book cover being Dead Rising, Dead Rising. 1's cover, cover yeah. just metal as hell. Um, and him saying, I've covered wars, you know. I was like, okay, yeah, 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 all right, yeah. we're here. Um, the servbot head, Chuck's jacket, and then... And, and here's the another, cone? The, and the cone. Yes. Um, cone. All of the weapons yep. that, that mm-hmm. you just randomly pick up and find. Um, I think the, the you can't have a game, or you can't... Well, excuse me. You can't have a movie that's super serious... Uh, 
and it, they play their own game. I know exactly where you're going with this. Yeah. For sure. They were playing mm-hmm. Dead Rising 3. So, two problems with that scene, outside of it being in the game. Because, like, like, you don't have enough zombies. Yeah. One, he's playing on seven televisions. Disorienting. Two, that yeah. man's never played a video game in his entire life. The concept of dual sticks did not compute for this guy. And he's like... <laughs> Dude, nobody ever plays games it. for real. Nope. I mean, just watch the 40-year-old virgin when they're playing Mortal Kombat, yeah. and they're just going, pressing all of the buttons it's at once. It's a pet peeve of mine. I kind of can't stand that. I agree. Yeah, it, it, I, yeah it's unfortunate. And it had the obligatory game over screen, oh, which I thought was pretty great. If it was going for comedy, it would have been great. I know. I know. Yeah, no. it was a comedy movie. It had it the, the minute you saw the game, you knew that there was a game over screen. Okay, oh, yeah. so we're going to speed a little bit through some of our other things because we're running out of time. Um, but this production came together really quick. June nineteenth, twenty fourteen. Uh, it was announced that Legendary Pictures, Legendary Digital, uh, was going to create its first movie, and that yeah. was Dead Rising. Lorenzo de Bonaventura, who is insane, literally insane. If you look at Lorenzo de Bonaventura, he is a psychopath. He was involved mm-hmm. in a lot of, well, I say psychopath loosely. Um, you know, in the good sense of The good of that kind word. of psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he um, yeah, look at Lorenzo de Bonaventura. But in under a year, or, or in just, yeah, in just under a year, this movie was released from announcement. June 19th to March 27th. A year. This movie was shot, it was edited, and it was released. That's insane. It's that is- insane. So I think more of the film now. Like just knowing like what a, a <laughs> to nightmare. To pull all that together Man. that quickly? I mean... Well, most of it was shot in a pawn shop. Let's just be honest. I, pawn I, shop, yeah. factory, yep. downtown, uh, beautiful uh, British Columbia. Um, and then our director was Zap Lepovsky. Uh, on, he was on the... Do you guys remember that reality show, On the Lot? Nope. Where it was... <laughs> it, was a, it was a directing competition. Where, okay. And he, he placed like fifth. But uh, from that, he was a Seems child right. star. He was a child star who was in Goosebumps and Xenon. Stop. He was what? he was an actor in Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Oh, well, I mean, I like him a lot more they now. T- exactly. Qualifies him. Turn yeah. director. There we go. All right, um, the, the only big other movie, I say big, and this is me as a WWE fan, uh, Leprechaun Origins, which came out recently, not good at all. Uh, is the only other like of note film he's directed sure. a couple of other things and this is his I would I would say this is his biggest film to date and now he's directing stuff for the Disney Channel. It feels like a fifth place director director this movie. <laughs> I, is what I feel right. Now. I, yeah, you know, yeah, that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Um, and then for critical, uh, not a lot of people talked about this movie. No, nope. I literally found two reviews. How one many? positive. What? That's two. That's two. two? One. Two. two. Okay. okay. Two. Okay. Two. Uh, Felix Velasquez <laughs> Jr. from Cinema Craze says, "I'm usually very rough on video game adaptations, but Dead Rising is a surprisingly very good take on the mm. hit video game of the same name." To which I would counter with our other review from Scott Weinberg from The Nerdist. You've seen it all before. True. But at least it's not boring. The, I, would, I say that's the action. Some of okay. the action is like you don't see the sledgehammer saw. Like you don't see mm-hmm. some of that stuff. But The electric the electric sword. Electric yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all right. It yeah, that's right. one of my favorite yeah, ones. Yeah, the game. I agree. Good. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're doing something different for our games. Uh, we're, first, we're going to do favorite line. Um, are, are, does anybody have anything specific, or are we just talking about Frank I mean, West? Can we just talk about Frank? Frank? I mean, like yeah. it's all going to be the same Frank. lines. I mean, you're all basically fucked. That's uh, that correct. Yep. I mean, I've covered Wars. You know, uh, it just for me as a fan of his, it's just huge. Absolutely. Good. <laughs> mm-hmm. When um, she asks him if the government's working hard, and he says the government's working hard on not shitting their pants. Yes. Yep. One of my favorite lines, Frank. Thank you. <laughs> and he goes on, of course, to say, "If you're on the inside of this one, whoa, shit, you're really <laughs> fucked." <laughs> <laughs> 
How's it gonna go? It's gonna go real bad. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Why do they and keep I, inviting him back? I kind of like. She just, hates no, him. But I, lo- I kind of love that. He just won't leave. I think he was just there he the just whole won't time. He's credible. He had uh, nothing yeah, better to do. His dynamic was great. Like, was the, really like her, her just being constantly frustrated but kind of loving it was the best. I'll take 20 minutes of that. Uh, totally. I would and, watch that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's cut out. I want to buy his book. Everything else. Dude, I would Just if they interview. wrote a fictional if they wrote a Frank Frank West's book I would from his point of view. From, oh, yeah, from Frank's so point of view. Yes. I would buy, like as a piece of extra content. Totally. I would mm-hmm. totally buy it. 100%. All right, so, we're not going to be recasting this one. It happened nope. too recently. They're doing more of them and and the game franchise isn't that isn't that old. So, yeah. we're doing yes. something different. We're going to be doing our top 3 zombie games that should be movies. If you want to tell us your top 3, hit us up VGMA oh. Anatomy on Twitter or leave a comment down below or on iTunes. We will read it. Um, so, uh, top threes, uh, if, if anybody has bonuses, because I may have an extra one, mm-hmm. but um, I, wanna, I just want to see if we, in no particular order as well, um, but what do y'all have? So, I feel like there's one that we're all going to have on. Absolutely. It's, it's a pretty recent zombie game yep. that's come out, uh, The Last of Us. Yeah, it has to be. It's my oh, no, my number one you consider that a zombie game? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and okay. Number one with a bullet. I don't think it's even close. Yeah. Okay. That I mean, one, I think it's order. Josh Brolin as Joel. It's all I want. I think. Um, has I mean, to we're getting it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it's <laughs> so in development hell, fine, right? But like, if uh, it ever, yeah, if it ever, if it ever realizes, right? So, but that one's, I, I just that one's just make it animated. That's that's what I want. Like, if it even could, though it's super realistic, oh, yeah. like the the just like the Uncharted movie has been in developmental hell. Just make it animated. And right, the animation right. is so beautiful on the PlayStation And we can keep the original voice actors. keep the original voice actors. Wonderful, even better. Troy Baker. Oh, yeah. Man, this guy's talented. That, that, that is just one of my favorite narratives, independent of medium. I just think that is unmitigated genius. And like, I would, part of me really wants to see what they would do with it, and part of me is just like, let it be. Right. That was a I, great self-contained experience, but... You know, given the I, I'm with you on that from. one. I'm with right. you on that one because uh, you can really only tell that story. It, you need that time. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can't break that down nope. into two hours. Nope. With, no. And they would probably want it down to an hour and a half. Yep. Yeah. Which you, you can't. Even if you put a montage in yeah. there, you can't do that. If you yeah, give us much. the prequel story, uh, the what was the with oh, Ellie? Yes, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah with, totally. Yes, if you give us left that behind. left behind. Yes, if you give us that, that's right. one that I can see in like two hours. But okay. that's it's, a full. I think that no. Joel is such a complicated, well-fleshed-out, three-dimensional character that, like, he has to be part of whatever they're, they're telling. Sure. I also right. don't like him as a character. I mean, but that's part of what's great, no, right? <laughs> right. You don't like him don't as like a character? Him as a you person. Think, I don't think, and, and neither, I think, I think objectively he's a bad, he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. We could mm-hmm. do a deep dive in this forever, but, like, that would be number yeah. one with a bullet. Um, my yeah. number one is Left for Dead. Like I didn't, I didn't too. consider mm-hmm. Last of Us a zombie, zombie, even though it probably, it sure, oh, sure as hell is. Yeah. But, Left for Dead. Yeah, in what tone? Um, I I would say uh, a little bit of comedy in there. Yeah, yeah. dark right? comedy. Dark comedy mm-hmm. would be great, oh, yeah. like uh, Shaun of the Dead type. Yeah, maybe even darker. Um, if you do Shaun, if you do Shaun of the Dead type, it would have to be the Left 4 Dead Two crew. Okay, but if you go a little bit closer to serious, I would say the first. The first yeah, one, the I can totally see that. Who's the one that um, says I hate stairs? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? The older guy? It's great. Bill? I just want yeah. all those was quotes. Bill? Yes, it's Bill. Yeah. He okay. hates stairs. It's the yeah. one thing I know about that man. Okay. So, he hates him. So we've got uh, Last of Us, Left for Dead. What do you got? What's another one that you have, Patrick? Um, so I'm going to go with Dead Space 2. I know that's I'm going out on a limb. So I like... Uh, okay. Just all Dead, of Dead Space. All of yeah. Dead Space. I think 2 is the most compelling narrative of the group. Um, and again, like uh, a wealth of knowledge that Church of Unitology is just... And, frightening. and fright, terrifying, mm-hmm. and like I think would be um, is is quite the unmined IP. So Dead Space. 
Um, right. I'm going to go in a completely different direction and say Plants vs. Zombies. Uh, I think All that could right. be a fun movie for kids. Totally. I love the Garden Warfare franchise. Yes. So if mm-hmm. you if you use that, there's a whole bunch of silliness in it. Um, but if you keep that animated, the only problem is is you, you run into the Minions thing where people do, mm-hmm. don't speak actual English. Um, and the plants don't talk and the zombies don't talk. Pixar style, um, you thinking? Uh, I would actually think Illumination. Like, I would think that the DreamWorks would yeah. get the minion guys to do totally. it. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Garden Warfare could be fun. Cool. Um, let's do one more lightning fast from everybody. Okay, so this one, I've not played this game, but I've read the description. It's just fantastic. It's called Zombier. Zombier? Nope. Yes, you get bitten by a zombie, and the only way to stave off the infection is by drinking beer. Spoken like a true alcoholic. Super down, Patrick. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go state of decay. I almost picked that one. Yeah. It's uh, real real good. It's, uh, it doesn't follow one specific person, so you could theoretically have plenty of people die, and the, the point of view just changed to whomever. That would be a fun, kind of unique yep. take on it. That one that's got a budget as well as talent behind it. Yep. If they do Call of Duty Zombies. Oh. These past couple of years, they've had huge stars in it. All you have to do is translate that to real life and put some sort of a story connecting the four between it. I think it could be fun. So let us know what your top three are down below in the comments. Really quickly, we've kind of given all of our thoughts about this movie. Oh, Zombies Ain't My Neighbors. I was thinking about that one. not bad. But what I want for that one is a stop motion. Okay. If they make that like a Coraline style stop motion. Box trolls. Box trolls. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Like it. If Leica like does it, it. Right. I'd be super into it. Um, that was my fun one. Uh, really quick before we go, Extra Life for Game Over on, on Dead Rising. Extra Life, make it goofy as shit, let's do this. Second end. Uh, I will third that. There is another one in the series. We are going to be doing it later in the year when Dead Rising 4 comes out. Uh, but next week, in two weeks, right after Comic-Con, because of Pokemon Go, uh, all about Team, not Team Valor, Team Instinct. Uh, team Mystic. Uh, whatever. Pokemon <laughs> 2000 is what we're going to be covering in two weeks. So Pokemon 2000, find it, watch it, get on nostalgic. Uh, that's Patrick D's, Peter the D's, that is Stacey Shuttleworth, it's Stacey Shuttles. I'm Mark Donica on Twitter, Mark Donica. Thank you for watching Video Game Movie Anatomy, and we will see you at the arcade. <laughs> or not. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.